last time we had you on the show, you were, you know, into the illusions and mystery and magic. Now you're more of into, you've evolved. You've become this new person, this new figure. And you're more pushing people to reach their potential. You're helping people become better versions of themselves. And also at the same time, you've completed an inc like a crazy ass accomplishment yourself. Could you tell us a bit more about that and this evolution that you've gone through? So basically sad, there's not much change. Before I was doing <laughs> magic with tricks and now I'm just feeling real magic of life. So it's still in the same field, just different perspective, you know? Yeah. Uh, that's, that's actually a change. And uh, I would, I'd honestly always say my purpose is not to motivate anyone or to inspire anyone. My purpose is to motivate myself and inspire myself to become better every day. And whoever finds the way because of what I'm doing, I'm beyond grateful and blessed for that. That's great, man. That's great. And we've yeah. been watching your, uh, your this the, the marathon that you did, the barefoot one. I mean, you've been posting a lot about running barefoot in general. And yeah. that is, by itself, that's pretty fucking crazy. I mean, uh, especially on the streets of Lebanon, when you don't know what's going to be on the road. There's glass, there's junk, there's metal shards. Anything can just like pierce your foot and you can get injured from that. But you did the whole fucking marathon doing that. And you didn't even do it once. You did it twice? Yeah, I did. The first time I did a marathon. The second time I did a marathon and a half. Oh, my God. Wow. That's yeah. Nobody's going to stop you. Unstoppable. <laughs> Unpopable. Yeah, it's so crazy, right? So I was saying like two years ago, you were doing, you know, you were on the start of this evolution. And now yeah. we're seeing you here, Rami. This year has been crazy for you, right? You're on Penn and Teller. Yeah. You just broke a Guinness World Record. And you did these ultra marathons. How crazy, dude. What? <laughs> what's the, what's the <laughs> yeah, secret? Man. What's the secret, dude? The secret is to wake up every day, man, and try to do the best you can, right? It's that simple. It doesn't start that way, you know? I've been putting on that grind three, four years back, but the grind was in the dark, you know, and uh, and eventually this year, it's like everything started to take place, you know, it's it's, it's not a one day thing that oh, I just woke up and I ran a marathon, you know, I just, I was always challenging myself, trying to find new things to learn more about myself, about my body, about my mind, how can I become better, how can I improve on a physical, mental, spiritual, you know what I mean, and then bits and pieces here and there, and then everything starts to fall into place, and here we are, like, I, I guess now the puzzle is almost, uh, the puzzle is clear for me. And now I'm just uh, continuing this path. Let's go, man. That's you know, um, you. I've been taking, I've been running a lot more. I've been doing the ice showers a lot more. I just did an ice shower right now. Look at me. Woo, let's go. You know, it's <laughs> wow. the best way. You know, I've been learning a lot about, like, you know, dopamine and resetting your dopamine and, like, because we're also used on substances to be happy, to feel something, right? Or you need some loud music 100%. or some shocking news or something. But uh, you really, everyone needs a reset. We all need to take it a step back and enjoy the simple things like a cold shower. What do you I agree with you, agree? man, 100%. 100%. Once you start doing it, once you start into this path, eventually you're going to be like fascinated about new things. And then you're going to start evolving. You're going to start meaning. People that add value to your life, not that take take value from your life. You know what I mean? Right. That's how life becomes more of a bliss. Mm -hmm. 
and you become generally happier. I would say the more you stop relying on the dumb stuff and the more you start pushing yourself and accomplishing things, I like to think of it as homework, you know, like you do something really hard and it's, you know, fun in the moment, but what's really fun is the accomplishment, the feeling after. Would you say so, Rami? I mean, I agree with you. Once you finish a crazy marathon, once you finish that, is it like, you feel great, but then do you feel like I want to get back doing it again? Yeah, man. It's like, you know, uh, like every run, when I go on a run, it's like my motto in my head, when I go on a run and I, so usually all my runs, except if it's above 20K, I I always do them fasting, fasted. So mm. I, I have my my last meal, let's say, at 8, 9 p.m. And then I sleep. I woke up at 5, go for my run, come back. I don't eat directly. I wait till 10, 12, whatever is the time. And then, like, when I eat, it's like, you've done a good job, Rami. You deserve the meal, you know? It, you earned the meal. It's not just I opened the fridge and I ate. You know what I mean? And that's a motto. Totally. It's like, it gives you more purpose, you know? It's like, I'm doing for a reason, not just because I'm privileged to be living in this uh, in this era. Wow, man. It's also so, like, better, like, what do you feel when you're running on an empty stomach? Is it, is it easier for you to run like that? Or is it uh, more, you have more energy so, that way? Yeah. So look, so that's the secret that people don't know. Whenever now you start fasting for a while, okay? I think the body needs around two to three weeks and it switch. What is the switch? Instead of taking energy from glycogen levels, which is from carbs, sugar, instant. You st- the, the, the body switched to taking energy from fat. And you always have fat in your body, always. It's impossible for you to, low on, on, uh, to be low on fat. So like that, when I go for a run, uh, always, I, I, less than 20K. Above 20K, I take with me gels or dates or banana to fuel in. You know what I mean? <laughs> but when I, when I run on empty stomach, man, I just... I feel great. I'm super light. Already I'm elevated mentally, you know. My body is just yeah. with me, you know. He's not worried about what to digest, what to eat, what to do. So it's a, it's a, it's another uh, high state. So would wow. you say food is maybe a distraction even when you're... Look, when it's, you're it's, it's, it is, it's facts. The body, when you eat something, your, your body needs four to six hours to completely digest. So you're in the small mm-hmm. intestine and the grand intestine to be completely empty, right? Yeah. If they are not empty, your gut, is, your gut is taking energy to digest. And if your gut is taking energy to digest, it's, not, it, it's kind of distraction, right? Because when you're running, you don't want to be distracted somehow. That's why like, I always fuel when I'm running, like uh, if I want to run longer or if I want to fuel in while I'm running, I always fuel in with something simple, fruits, bananas, uh, dates, you know, something that directly gives the, the, the body what it needs. And then I'm already like I enter the keto state again, which is no, no, no glycogen. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. And, and yeah, plus sugars. the, yeah, exactly. And plus the, the health benefits that you get of this state is one of the best states ever to be in that's insane man i love i love how there's like the physical the mental aspect to it and then there's also the physical aspect it's yeah. not just like you know it's where you when you eat you know you feel heavy obviously when you're running but at the same time it can also also distract you from your focus and when you're when you want to concentrate on your task the food can really alter the your perception of your work yeah. Yeah, because no, the energy levels really like fluctuate depending on what you're consuming. If you're eating healthy or if you're not, if you're eating junk food 
or if eating the you know the right amount of sugar fats carbs proteins like the 100%. right diet is really important bro uh you can't imagine uh, because i've been i've been i've been wor- working on myself as in knowledge in research in experimentation in working with scientific uh, sci- scientists as friends like discussing everything so it's true that i look like this guy who runs barefoot doesn't understand but i we study a lot you know and we learn a lot and i experiment a lot i call myself a rat lab <laughs> you know <laughs> yeah. it's like I, I try everything on myself i have a lot of knowledge and uh, i'll try them so everything that i eat two days before i'm aware of the of it in my runs i'm talking when i say the runs is we're talking 10 10 and above because less than 10 you just it's a workout above 10 it's just a a different dimension you know what i mean and then that's why yeah. i you, i start eating healthy not just because i want to be healthy it's because it, it gives me a, a better enjoyment when i run it gives me a better state when i run and for me running is, is not a workout man it's just how i see the world you know i enter to a place where like literally literally when i finish a long run after like 10k if i look at the sky i see all the sky dissolving if I, it's moving like everything is moving everything is vibrating i swear man i'm not i'm not joking and this is why i love it it's like i enter this altered conscious state and and it's just it gives something different i don't fucking care to be just a workout i fucking care it's not a workout man it's, it's beyond yeah no, what it are you doing very beautiful, the way you described it sorry Ali, what you say <laughs> you're driving to the gym just to go on a treadmill what are you doing? Keep man? It, keep it, keep bro. It. <laughs> <laughs> oh man. Yesterday I went on uh, I'm starting to also get into running as well because like it's it's really like you said, it's really it takes you to a different place. Um but for me, I know that most people like to run in the morning or during the day. I enjoy it more at night. So like yesterday I was running at eleven PM. Like I ran for a whole hour till midnight and got back home. Wow! And it's just it's for me it's more liberating now because I enjoy the night more. Maybe maybe it's just like a personal thing. Like I like the silence of the night. I like walk, running around my area because there's a lot of foxes and then you see the foxes like running around jumping in the parks. And there's no noise pollution here in London because everyone would be at home by nine ten maximum. So. I basically have the, I take over the city. It's as if I, the city is mine. Yeah. And it's like so peaceful. I agree with you, Saeed. You know, uh, what, what you are, what you are looking into the run is what I look into it, uh, the run. Just the, the difference is I do it in the morning. And for me in the morning, yeah. it's also dark. And now I got this lamp that I can run in the dark, completely dark for like <laughs> an hour or two hours, you know. Uh, but there's only one thing, Saeed, that I want you to know. Your body has something called a Ricardian rhythm, mm-hmm. all right? Like yeah. a plant, like a plant, like a tree, like a, <laughs> like the birds. I swear, we have something called Ricardian rhythm, and our Ricardian rhythm is is taught to like around five six. The, the, the daylight starts to go in. Your body knows mm-hmm. that now there is daylight for the next twelve hours. So all the the, the hormones, melatonin, the, the 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 hormone that makes you sleepy, it washes off. And the body starts producing all the hormones that would need, gives you energy. It's like it's preparing for the whole day, right? And then at sunset, it starts reversing reversing this uh, cycle. So when you when you enter seven eight p.m., your body starts to understand. Okay, now I I think I should calm down. 
uh, I should relax. I should go like around nine, ten. Your body starts to release melatonin again. Yeah, everything starts to calm down. So when you run at eleven, it's just you're reversing this cycle, which is not gonna damage your life or like on on a short term or like this major major uh, disadvantage. But it's not gonna get you reach your full potential. It's not gonna get you reach this state higher and higher you know so okay. what i'm saying is i don't want you to change i want you to run how you do and then try one week to do it the other way and you come up with your own conclusion and make sure that because give yourself time to, to 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 really feel if if it's different or not the only thing that will differ the, the the only thing that will make it different for you is when you go to sleep when you didn't run at night you go into a deeper state of uh, of sleep, and that will help you recover way better, and be more energetic the second day. Okay. Nice. That's a fair there point. There is a saying. Yeah. yeah, there's a saying that says, "Build your build your <laughs> sorry, build your life around sleep, not around exercise," and that's how you live a happy life. Yeah, that's very true. Okay. You know. I'll t I'll definitely test it out. Uh, hopefully next week. Yeah. I have a I have another quote for you, Rami. Um, Go ahead. <laughs> every man dies dies twice. The day you actually die, but then also the day you discover who you really are. I'm yeah. totally butchered that quote, but <laughs> <laughs> I think we, we got but, the we got, we got the, yeah, the idea. It's uh, it's uh, <laughs> right. every every. Every day, every man is born twice. Once mm. is when you're born physically, and the second time is when you know that you're actually only born once. There you go. <laughs> Update. Wow. <laughs> Ali had the more negative approach to it. He's like dying. <laughs> <laughs> but um, I feel like that relates to you a bit, Rami, too. You know, you went through your cancer scare, and you went then you went through life like head first. I mean... I want to know what your secret is to like pain tolerance because you broke a Guinness World Record for standing on nails. How? Well, how did you do that? Uh, how I did it is preparation and just the mindset. You know, uh, the, only, the, 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 the second point that I always talk about is there is no bliss, there is no joy, and there is no peace in life without facing pain. So you either escape mm -hmm. it and it will come to your life hunting you or you go to it and accept it and embrace it and pass through this whatever journey you have to pass through and your life will become a bliss. You know what I mean? Because us, especially in this era now, like in this century, we are always seeking pleasure and avoiding pain. And that's why mm -hmm. if you see like diseases are on the rise, depression are on the rise, all those are on the rise because you're doing what actually is reverse. It's not who we are it's not by law it's not by nature's law who we are you know what i mean you're working the other way around so yeah i uh, and you have to find a motive to do it and i had a big big motive and inspiration for me to do it and i said let me push myself to new to a new uh, dim dimension or like to a new limit where i learned so much about myself i got so much in tune with my body and uh for me, to be honest, is the day that I was in my preparation, I did nine hours by myself in my room. And uh, that is the day that I learned so much. And then the rest is just uh, playing life's game. <laughs> I just have to 
be there, film it, and get the record. All this. When you're doing it, Rami, are you like watching like TV no, or no. something? No, 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 no. So, I, so at the beginning, Ali, I was, I was trying to be, you know, okay, I would stand on it, I accept the pain, and then I would be like playing Xbox or something. <laughs> I tried it. I swear to you, I tried it. And then uh, because I, th- those challenges is where is where I really learn the most about myself and about the human mind and body. You know what I mean? So I understood that you can't for you to under, to accept to to control pain. You don't have to focus on anything else. You have to just be in tune with yourself, breathe, be in the state. You know, elevate all this that kind of thing that I was prepared. And then like the first one month I was trying just, okay, I'm just standing on eight. I need to do three hours. So I'll stand for three hours, put a timer and find all the distractions. And then I understood that that's not the way. So I started shifting everything. When I stand on the nail, no phone, nothing digital, nothing distraction. So I was always meditating, writing or thinking about ideas. Sometimes I was trying to read, but it's not that easy. Like there's a lot in my brain. so. Basically, I was trying just to stand still and observe. Like there's a balcony. It was in my old apartment that I was looking on in front of me at a street. Mm. And I'm just watching people, you know, going down of the building, going out. So I was like trying to see people, understanding their behavior, observing birds, observing the tree, just being there, not actually doing anything. You know what I mean? Totally. Yeah. Yeah. Makes sense. Because you need your <laughs> your mindset. You need your brain to do it. Yeah. It's not just a physical challenge. No, it's definitely a mental challenge. Um, I'm inspired by what you do, Rami. You know, I feel like a lot, a lot in this world is negative. We hear a lot of negativity. And just to hear a positive message, let's live. You know, that's, yeah. I think it's the most important thing we don't hear about. You know, I feel um, a lot of people are angry. A lot of people are fighting each other. A lot of people are like, I wish someone else would die. You know, it's like, or I wish I would die. And... I don't believe in that at all. I believe every human being has life in them and that life is sacred and we need to unleash their life, you know, to live to their fullest potential. Yeah. And so that's why I'm really inspired by what you do. And I hope you continue on this pathway. Thank you, Ali. Thank you, Ali. You know, today I was watching a video about a guy I love so much. He's one of my biggest inspiration. Like his name is Ramdas. And he says mm-hmm. like, people are angry that there's no peace in this world, right? Mm-hmm. but you actually being angry that there's no peace is the problem in itself you know if you become mm-hmm. a loving compassion and you just being in peace with yourself eventually this will reflect on the world outside and things will change because now all the problems that are in the world are based to our ego self that wants greed like this is mine and this is not yours and i want to take it from you and no it's not you know what i mean and i am the right you're the wrong and everyone's like always we are looking into the things that separate us. We're not looking into the things that are similar in us. And that's mm-hmm. why we are clashing every time. And it just, it also saddens me, bro. And it's just, I just uh, hope, uh, it's, it's not that I hope. I'm working on it with everything that I can. And there's a lot of amazing people, that are like people like you guys that we always talk. And, you know, mm-hmm. like all those really do matters. We just hope, hopefully one day this, this voice will be louder than any other voice, you know? Exactly. Yeah, totally. 100%. Yeah. Um, and on that topic as well, I, I feel like people are just too emotional in a way where they don't, like it, it blocks out the, their actual thought process. You know, they're, 
they just react on what's happening instead of taking their time to think. And an important thing that people should do more is just is listen. Like this is something I've been telling myself more lately is listen more, speak less, just, you know, keep doing that. And then you'll actually get the right answer from whether it's talking to people. If you just listen to them, you'll actually understand what they're trying to say because some people might say something, but they actually mean something else. If you listen more, you'll also learn from a person more than what the, you want to say back. Like if you just keep responding when in a conversation, let's say you're having a conversation with someone and they say something and you, your first reaction is to respond directly to what they're saying. But instead, hold back, take a break, listen to the full statement and then respond. You'll have a better outcome. And that's something that have, has been very useful lately to me. Uh, I, I want to share with you something, uh, Saad. So whenever people, they meet me, they, they like, they say, you know, I am like, they, they are so happy that met me and they find me that I'm really honest and uh, it's like, I'm a really good guy. You know, they, they feel like I'm really nice and mm -hmm. I'm the, one of the best people. Yeah. Authentic. Uh, yeah. And you know, I know why they feel like that way. Because when I, I actually ask people, how are you? And I actually listen to them about what mm -hmm. they are saying, you know what I mean? It's not like, how are you? Are you good? Okay, have a good day. No, no it's like, how are you? <laughs> yeah. How is your day? How are you feeling today? How, is everything okay? You know, I actually ask and wait for a res uh, response. That's it. Like, as you said, it's like, because today is like, hey, how are you? Good. Okay, Allah, bye. That's it. Like, there's no actual connection. It's like, we're like robot connecting, like, not connecting. It's like, I have to say those words. You have to reply. And we're not actually connecting. And that's, that's. That's the only thing that differentiates us from any other species. We are a we are a, we are a conscious species. That's it. There's no other thing. There's no difference. There's no difference between me and a dog or a tree. The only thing that is different is that I know that I'm a man, and I'm a human, and the tree doesn't know that it's a tree. It just feels <laughs> that it exists. That's it. That's yeah. the only thing. You know. So why don't I use this as a as a PowerPoint for me and actually connect with my fellow humans? Yeah, mm -hmm. and that point where you say like people are just, they just want to say, hi, how are you? And then they just keep going. Like, I'm in London, so here they say, um, hi, you're, you're right, or just like like one word thing. And it confuses <laughs> the shit, bro, it confuses the shit out of me. Because like my initial response is to directly say, how are you? Or like, and if they say, uh, I right, I'll just say, yeah, I'm good. You know, I'll, I'll, I'll respond, <laughs> but that's not what they mean. Because yeah. that's not what the word is. It's that word is actually another way of saying hello. So I'm just like, oh, <laughs> yeah. And I'm just like, that's confusing. Okay. It is very confusing <laughs> for me, but I, but I persist. I tell yeah. them, I tell them how I am. And then I ask them directly, how are you? <laughs> and then <laughs> I like seeing how, and then I see them just like getting confused. It's like, uh, what, why, why is he asking how am I? <laughs> I'm like, like, bro, I'm just, you know, gotta be nice. <laughs> that's all. Yeah. Yeah, man. You know, just be kind, man. It's fucking for free, bro. Right? Now that I'm living in Los Angeles, I really do miss um, the Lebanese ways of just living in your daya. Everyone knows each other. Everyone's saying hello. Yeah. You can't walk through. Everyone's giving you biscuits and shy and coffee. And, <laughs> you know, just like I'm just, just um, the community feeling. I feel like it's so important. Um. I wish we had that more of that, you know, I think that's when I'm the most happiest is when I'm with around people I really care for and people who care for me. 
agreed 100% man 100% we we are we 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 are not meant to live as an individual you know us as a human we are meant to live as tribes as communities as in you know yeah. it's like and and the western world man and to be honest like whenever i try i travel to to the europe or like man is people goes in the metro no one talks to anyone else everyone is in his zone and like ah man fuck it's like we're not robots bro you know if if, he, if there is <laughs> we're almost and jed almost <laughs> if now we 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 get lost in this direction and we don't do anything about it and by the way that's what i, yeah. I talked like about it in the book if we don't do anything about it now it's going to slip man we're going to just fucking be a number yeah like i'm not rami mm-hmm. i'm number 3882 you know <laughs> i would be the I fucking yeah, I actually That's think about bro, those. horrifying. Bro, that point about the metro thing is so true because like I was coming like uh, on my way back home, hella before the the podcast, I was on the uh, on the tube, and I always get this instinct to compliment people on the tube or something like that. But being living here in London, I've kind of held it back. But today, I was sitting beside this one, the this lady beside me, and she wore this like um, scarf thing. which reminded me of the ones that we wear and bidaya mm-hmm. okay so i just got this urge to compliment it you know i just want to say it looks nice <laughs> for and i for the for I, so i was like fuck it let's give the compliment she's wearing her headset so i'm like waving i'm like yo hello hello <laughs> and then finally she turns around she's like oh wow what what's up and i'm like that's a very nice scarf just because i complimented her her eyes opened up and her face lit up and she's like and she started telling me like where she her how her mom traveled oh, wow. to Uzbekistan to get the scarf as like she was going on a holiday there and then i found out she's from east russia and all that shit and i'm, I'm like i was just complimenting the scarf and they just, people just they want that you know they want to have this like genuine conversation even if it's for like a split second because like mm-hmm. it literally lasted for like two minutes this conversation and i was like yeah. Why have I why have I been holding myself back from saying these things? You know, like why yeah, has the Saeed. Western world restricted me so much? <laughs> you that's restricted right. yourself, Saeed. Yeah, exactly. That's, that's true. Wake up the Western world. <laughs> that's true. That's true. <laughs> that's a wake up call, um, Dad. Yeah, totally. Uh, Rami, I want to know a bit more about uh, this book you're working on. Would you mind sharing a bit? Yeah. Nice so progress. Mm-hmm. So uh, no no it's almost uh, the book is done like uh, I wrote I wrote it I finished it but now uh, I'm typing it which is actually taking so much time mm-hmm. it's been 2 3 days that all I'm doing <laughs> is typing the book because because my handwriting is so bad that I I tried scanning <laughs> and everything nothing really read the the book so I I'm like okay man this is like one of the most important thing that I want to do in my life it's like I'm putting my heart into it let me retype it like that I'm also fixing some ideas and you know what I mean so it's just taking mm-hmm. some time yeah. mm-hmm. and I think the end of this week I will deliver it because I signed with a publishing company as well nice. so I'll, I'll yeah thanks man so I will deliver it in the next yeah. next uh, end of this week and I think the process will need 3 months between finishing everything and So mm-hmm. the book will be available, like it will be available all around the world on Kindle, Amazon, and and the shops and all that. Fuck yeah, bro! Yeah, That's, that sounds amazing, man. Thanks, man. So the book Ali is just about. Uh, it's basically it's it's called Let's Live. Because mm-hmm. I think about other time, but I mean like Let's Live. It just shows that what we're talking about is like 
there is no, I just dwell in the depth of the details of how life should be approached. Not everyone should live like me barefoot and like live the life. No, everyone can live <laughs> their own way, you know, but create a good life for them and, and challenge themselves a little bit to learn about themselves, to experience life. Because life, eventually life, man, we, we always travel the world to, to experience life or like we go to a place to experience life. But actually life is, is here, man. If you experience mm-hmm. yourself and you understand the world within, You'll be actually living because all what you feel is just you feel inside. Nothing else. Whatever you see on the outside, it gives you a feeling. So if you know how to tap into this feeling, you don't need anything on the outside. So yeah. That's, uh, that's like a resume of the book. I can't wait to uh, read it in the end to check it out. Definitely. Um, Rami, so I keep hearing about the, the term balance in life and <laughs> how important balance is, you know, to live a, a proper life. I want I want to get from you your perspective on balance in life and also maybe use the example of Lebanon in a way regard not regarding the political status but more of like you know how when you're people in Lebanon they work in Beirut for example and then they go to the daya on the weekend so that they can get this peace of mind and then they build this level of balance for themselves so that they have the excitement and the energy and the work in Beirut, and then they go to their dayan, they relax, have some peace, spend time with their family, and just remove yeah. all of the, the distractions. So, obviously, you've lived in Lebanon yourself, so can you maybe talk about this a bit? So, look, yeah, balance is the most important key of life, right? As I always tell my friends, because, like, I have friends that they are very well off, like, they are self-made, they work so hard and everything. And I always tell them, it doesn't it means complete failure if you are a multimillionaire and your health is shit mm-hmm. it's a complete failure if you have a beautiful family and you're broke it's a complete failure if you have this but you don't have that right yeah it's a complete failure whatever it is so success is not about what's my achievements or what how many money how much money i have in the bank or how many people love me you know what i mean Success is building this and this and this and this and this and all they all rise together and and this it's it's not very easy, you know. Especially like now, if you want to take Lebanon, Lebanon, there's a lot of things that has to that's gonna distract you. There's a lot of things that's gonna give you negative, like the media gonna give you a lot of negative things. So for you, it's very important to know how to balance your life in a way that, all right, this this month I'm fully focused on this. Boom. You finish this month. It's not like you let this month become your whole year. Then you take a, you take let's say uh, one week break. Uh, like for me, I was my 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 the first time that I had the vision of let's live is for me to be able to spend time in Lebanon, and that's why yeah. I grew let's live in Lebanon and in Dubai at the same like they were growing like that. You know, it's like I grow this one and then I take a break from this. I focus on the other one. So like that, I can spend time with my family. I just don't grow the business and the idea and everything and the community. And then my family is 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 left behind. No, I work on this a little bit so I can spend some time with my family uh, a little bit in the summer. Like that, I can spend my time with my friends a little bit in, in the, during this time. Like that, I have a time that I can travel, uh, take uh, take some break. You know, it's like, that's what's very important. Uh, I, I, that's essential in, in, 
in life to have a really good life is balance in a way that when you work work when you play play you know what i mean mm -hmm. don't work when you play like focus on one thing even your day let's say 12 hours i need to work or like from nine to five nine to five i'm working like my my phone is away as much as possible i i don't let distraction come in after five i want to have fun i make sure that i have fun the, i have fun the most it's not that i i'm working and i'm having fun it's like i'm i'm on the beach i'm i'm on my laptop yet i'm on my laptop thinking about the beach you know what i mean it's like yeah. no full focus on one thing and that's what gives life a balance it's not it's yeah i think i made i'm i, mm -hmm. I explained there's my an point. element of hyper focus uh in that situation in that situation when you're just doing what you're doing without by eliminating all of the distractions and i kind of want to understand like how do we eliminate these track the, like distractions how do we get into the point where we're hyper focusing because let's say you're at work and you're in a you know a work environment where there is interactions with people maybe with your colleagues or just clients or customers or whatever. But you want to complete this one task and this task has to be done. Then your, your coworker comes and like tries to strike up a conversation and you know, but you want to stay focusing. How do you eliminate these distractions without like losing by kind of telling them to fuck off, but not telling them to fuck off. Yeah. And at the same time, gaining, going back into your hyper-focus. So look, Saad, I, I will share with you how I deal with it in the gym, all right? Because yeah. I, I don't work in, in an office. Um, my okay. office is at home and the, uh, like, the people that I live with, we all know like, okay, now it's time to focus, time to focus, guys. They, even if someone comes and asks me a question not related to what I'm working on, I'm like, it's not the time to, uh, to, to, uh, to, do, to mm -hmm. answer this question. In the gym, is whenever I, at, I uh, whenever I arrive, if there's someone that I know, I like, hey, how are you? And then I put on my AirPods and I enter this state that I'm not that nice. You know, it's like, I'm actually like, I, I, for, I, I try to forget about everyone. You know, I actually like forget about everyone. It's not I try. I just put the music on. I'm in my state, you know, I'm in my element. I'm doing my best. And I look, and I, I don't look that approachable. Imagine a, a guy full of tattoos, barefoot in the gym, putting effort. <laughs> not a lot of people will come and approach me anyway, but you know, you got my point. It's like, <laughs> it's, it's like uh, how, how you, uh, you, you teach people how they approach you. You know what I mean? It's like whenever, even if they come in the middle of my workout, I pretend, even if I see them, I, I, I keep my focus. When I finish, I go and say, Hey, how are you, man? Uh, sorry, I was training before. I couldn't say hi. You know what I mean? Like that, people yeah. understand. Ah, okay. So this guy, whenever he's trained, he tra because when I train, I never check my phone. My phone is away. Like I'm, I'm just putting my music and I'm there. You know what I mean? That's it. Uh, people in the gym, like always goes and like a little bit on their phone, a little bit on the workout, mm -hmm. a little bit like that. My approach is different. And I, I think this, I, I teach them that my approach is different somehow. Without me actually saying it. I love how you phrase it. You teach people how to approach you. Like yeah. that's a very important, uh, the very important uh, part of that answer, because obviously people don't exactly if if they're not very close to you or they don't know you well, they won't know how to approach you without you know obviously causing these distractions. Yeah. So the so you have to teach them who you are and what you are capable of. 
So 100%. this is something definitely people should, you know, pay attention to. And I'm saying this to our audience in general. Yeah, hundred yeah, percent, man. Because like, honestly, I, I always say to everyone, man, first, and I made video about it and I had a lot of video prepared, but now I, I stopped posting those two weeks. I was just like, I moved to what's happening in the region. But I always tell people, man, why, when you, when you are working out, all right, for me, I work out in the gym, uh, like, because I have to do some strength and conditioning and, and mm-hmm. I actually found a gym that has a, a transparent ceiling. So I can actually see the sun when I'm in the gym. You know, right? Yeah. It's like hey, my mm-hmm. best life. Is, Dubai. Is, yeah, it's like literally. Right? <laughs> because I don't want to be just in a cubicle, you know. Anyway, that's not totally. the point. The point, the point <laughs> is when you are working out, put your phone a bit away. Give yourself, mm-hmm. I don't know, if you're looking up for 30 minutes, 45 minutes, 50 minutes, wanna, people now are always in the middle. They are neither doing this, neither doing that. They are doing a little bit mm-hmm. of this, a little bit of that. And that's that's what first makes you make you miss out of the most blissful things in life always make you miss the moment make you miss the present make you miss everything you know just man when you don't want thing try to be fully fully focused on one thing you want to cook just cook man and, and don't know me a bit of cooking and a bit of phone and a bit cook enjoy it you know what i mean i mm-hmm. i love those moments when i just cook or i do the dishes it's like a bit maybe i put some nice music but i'm there you know that's what yeah. we lack nowadays and uh, from a scientific perspective, Rami, um, it's like a lot of people go in, they have like a pre-workout shot and they have an espresso and then they go in and they're wired up and they're doing, they're listening to loud music while also doing the gym, while also being on social media. It's like, think of all those different levels of <laughs> distractions and layers of versus what you really want to do is just go in and let the, the workout itself enrich you. you and know? one thing, and I feel I that way about everything. Yeah, I, I agree 100% with you and pre-workout and all those shit are the most commercial things that people sold you for you to work out. <laughs> if you can't pick, pick yourself up and work out, why the fuck you're even working out, man? This is not your potential, you know what I mean? <laughs> it's not that, look, I'm not saying that you shouldn't take it at all, right? But come on, seven days, you shouldn't take it seven days, right? Okay, one day that you're tired, okay, take it, you know what I mean? When I'm when I'm preparing for something long and one day like I feel I'm not good, I, I take I take coffee maximum coffee and and I hate it because it dehydrates me. I directly feel the mm. tension in my muscle. But for me, man, most if I I'm not gonna say 100 percent, I would say 99 percent. I don't take anything that will give me any type of performance except the food that I eat the, the previous day or what I'm doing. I have all what all, all what I need I have inside of me. So why the fuck do I need to put some bullshit stuff mm-hmm. in my or people like i see them drinking red bull and working out man you're not understanding Oof. the concept of working out you know what i mean mm-hmm. yeah. totally wow um so rami how do you do that so you went from being a guy who that takes naps alexa stay up late you know <laughs> drinking and such and everything you know being a, a bad boy to now <laughs> following the light <laughs> and now you have energy right i mean i how did that transformation happen? I mean, also like, you know, when I'm running nowadays, it's like, I start feeling like my legs, my hamstrings tighten up. I do feel like my breath shortens, you know, I feel in my heart, you know, and I get like, Oh, this is a lot, dude. You know, I need to, I need to take a break. Okay. <laughs> I, How do you get past of, that? 
first of all, I, I'm still a bad boy, but just different thing. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. Bad motherfucker. Uh, uh, For real. <laughs> and, and then, man, everything I built is slowly but surely, you know? I, I, mm-hmm. I, I don't run long distance. I started yesterday and I started today, right? So I started like three or four years back. I was just running two, three kilometers, understanding how. And the more I get knowledge, the more I understand what my body needs, the more I'm in tune with my body, the more I know. You know that because of the food that you eat the past 48 hours or what you smoked or what you what you drink affects your run after 48 mm-hmm. hours. So for me, when I started doing this, I started tackling this. We talked about sleep. Sleep is the most important thing. That's why now I switched my sleep into 10.30 till, or 11 a.m. till 5, 6 a.m. Man, the quality of sleep that you sleep in those six, seven hours is way beyond any other medication or any other things that you ever take in your life, you know? Plus the food, plus how you treat yourself, plus stretching and understanding the body, you know? I know a lot of mm-hmm. athletes that it's like, I want to do it. I want to push my body. I want to... No, man, I love my body. I just understand my body and he'd like to be pushed, you know? I will be, I will be the one pushing him, but I know when and how and how often, you know? Like a lot of time in my challenges, when I was preparing for the challenges, I felt that my body is not okay that day. So I stopped, you know, like I need to run 25K and I felt that I'm not okay. I stopped. It's not, I want to do it. No, I would have injured myself. But when I'm doing like this one day that I'm really stretching myself, I'm all in. It's okay. I'm ready for an injury if this happened. Never had this problem before, but I mean, I'm just talking about it. So I guess people, uh, people look at, look, life is a compound effect. It's not a one effect. One, it's not A, A equal B equal, that's it, no. It's like mm. A and B and C and D, they are all working together. It's like how you approach life. What do you drink? What do you think? How, how do you, like, uh, do you know that when, when you are feeling loved and when you are sharing love, you have more serotonin levels, which means you have more energy levels for your workout and for your days. And when you wake up and you have a nice approach about the day, you have actually more energy about the whole day without changing anything yet. I'm just thinking about how you think about the day. That's why whenever mm-hmm. I wake up in the morning, I put on the story and say, good morning, it's gonna be a good day to have a great day. I already, I already assume that this day is gonna be great before it even started, you know? Like this already I gives see. me energy. This is my pre-workout. Mm-hmm. That's what people don't understand. This is a pre-workout. <laughs> 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 That's so it's all, it's all the, mental, uh, the mental game, the vocabulary you mm-hmm. use, the words, the... Yeah just the thoughts that you have in your head that's that's really cool because like it definitely influences you because you're not also you're not only fighting a physical battle you're fighting a mental battle with yourself it's it's a constant battle you know exactly bro it's always a battle and and i wanted to go back a bit uh to when you were talking about your body and i wanted to kind of talk about how how everyone has their own body type and I remember in one of your clips, you mentioned that you used to be unhappy with being called skinny. And yeah. then eventually you just accepted the fact that, yeah, I'm skinny. So what? And this applies to everyone in a sense, because people, when they think they want to go to the gym, everyone has this image of like, okay, a person's going to the gym because they, yes, exactly. They just want to get big. They just want to get buff because they think that's like, that's the idea of what the gym is. But in reality, no. So, and everyone has their own, their own capabilities and their own potential that like you were mentioning about if you take the pre-workouts. So 
could you tell us a bit more about body types and yeah what people should actually focus on first i want to tell you one thing uh this is because since we were kids the superheroes that they showcased to us they were always buffed trust me yeah. like I, i i made one day a reflection like why the fuck we're always looking into being this stronger dude and because all the commercial stuff that we watch they always showcase you this big guy so this Fuck is on superman one yeah it's like <laughs> i, I want to be my own superman you know i don't want to be like uh, the other guy exactly the second is uh the second is uh wait it's slip ask me sad again t- tell me the trigger for uh, a, a word so the body trigger types me. okay uh, so talking about the body yeah. types So look what I'm going to I'm going to tell you. So w- what I learned the past year and a half to years, I told my friends, look, decide what you want to do. For me, I I always advise people is to have a tough body, right? A tough yeah. body that is able to hike, to run, to climb, to go for a walk, to travel, to hold a backpack and walk, you know, to be a a, a functional human in everything that you need. This is the most yes. important thing, right? So once you decide this, okay, and then you say, okay, what do I want to focus on the most? I want to be a football player. I want to be a basketball. I want to be an MMA fighter. I want to be a runner. I want to be like, once you know exactly what do you want from life? Why do you want, why do you like, what's your purpose as, what do you want your body to always deliver? I always suggest people to run because once you run, you're able to do any activity in the world. The running is one of the most hardest activity ever in the world and we are born to run we have to run that's uh, that's my motto yet you go to the gym and you run based on your goal not based on i want my chest a little bit bigger or my shoulder a bit bigger a little bit bigger you let your body do what it does best for itself and you just do what you what you know it's right for you like let's say i'm a football player okay so it means my core and my back and my lower body should be very well strength the upper body should be small but has power the lower body should be big and has power so once you understand this you, tr- you train in the gym in the same way or you tra- you build your workout around this and eventually you're going to feel so good about yourself and you have to let go of ah, i should do this and i should do that so for me the gym is the gym as the gym is nonsense why like what you just want to add overload probably when you go just to the gym your heart rate doesn't go above 110 120 <laughs> which is which is barely as walking you know what i mean mm-hmm. and it goes for yeah. for for doing the set as soon as you put on the dumbbells it needs five ten seconds it drops down like i monitored my heart <laughs> you know what i mean <laughs> so mm-hmm. it's either like it's not wrong you like to have a big big body i appreciate it. i have my best friend like he does this and i love him so much i love how much he's dedicated but it's also good to understand what you you need to have a good heart and that's when you're going to feel good and then decide which sport you want just big muscles for me now i came to a point that it's useless man because you're not doing it for yourself actually you're just doing it to get the approval of others that's my personal opinion no i agree with that for sure uh what do you mean by big heart when growing your big heart like your uh, also the, yeah the muscle of the heart and and i actually love love people like give from the heart But how how do you grow your how do you grow your heart and then also um kind of in the back of my head I've, I also hear some people say that like running is dangerous for the knees 
and it's not great for longevity. Your body's not made to pan on concrete. Um, okay. Uh, what do you think about that? I think those people who says running is, is tough on the knees, I would like them to be alive 300 years back. And what would they say? Oh, running is, uh, is not good for the knees. And they would start, <laughs> start from uh, food, you know. We, uh, uh-huh. Running is, is wrong on the knees if now, okay, nowadays, the shoes that we wear, we have to be very cautious about them because, not just because of the shoes, one thing is because of the shoes. The second is the shoes and the treadmill, they make mm. us run in a wrong posture. Mm. Whenever you're running on the, on a treadmill, you, you will let your heel strike. You will do a heel strike. So mm. your heel goes first. And that's shit for the, for the, for the knees. Once mm. you run barefoot anywhere in the world, like anywhere on concrete, on asphalt, your body runs properly. You can't run in the wrong way once you're barefoot. Your body knows how it should run. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. So gotcha. w- people who talks about knees and stuff, I think they are, they are, they misunderstand. They, there is something that they forget about life because we are actually born to run. If you look at kids now, now Ali and Tad, if you see, if you see any kids mm-hmm. around you, look at them. They run to their parents. They run in the mall. They run at the beach. Mm-hmm. They run. They don't walk. They always throw <laughs> their body forward and they run, right? But totally. once they are start growing up, they, they learn how to walk. So we are by instinct meant to run. You know what I mean? It's mm-hmm. just the posture and everything should be adapted to what the technology is offering. For me, that's why I didn't want the technology. I went back to running barefoot and I'm like, man, I'm so happy. You know, I understand my mm-hmm. body now. I run barefoot. I, I work on like all the weak muscles that I had previously because of bad training, because of I was lazy, whatever. I just made sure that all of this are good. I don't have knee pain. I don't have back pain. All of those I had, I had them previously. Now I run, man, and I run. And I, like last week, I loaded 100 kilometers per week. You know what I mean? And I feel yeah, great. Yeah, gotcha. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? And so, uh, what about running barefoot? Um, are you not worried about stepping on something? How do you get your feet to that place? So now, because I've been running for a while, uh, I have calluses on my feet. So it's like, mm-hmm. if I step on glass, I literally just look at the glass, remove it and just continue running you know it, it doesn't <laughs> it's it just i it just feel the pain of Unfazed, it but it doesn't do man. anything yeah it is uh, i love running barefoot man running barefoot it is one of the things because look we talked about running how it affects your mind mentally right you get mm-hmm. elevated you get in tune totally. with yourself you get a good heart rate it, it, it benefits all your life but running barefoot you add to all this a small amount of pain, you know, it's like, oh, a small amount of pain and a big amount of feelings. You're feeling where you're stepping with every step. So it's just on a high, on a way higher different state. Way high. I see. So you mentioned posture. What is the best posture for running? So look, there's different posture for different people, but like there is, uh, how to explain how your knees jump in front of you when you're running it's like so because the way you run you put you can be putting low you can be putting the load on the knees or you can be putting the load on your muscles and mm-hmm. that's okay. that's what people should adjust it's very hard for me i said now to explain like here because i will need to show you someone running and then you can see it for <laughs> yourself you know what i mean but i mean it's gotcha. a it's a very good question sad and it's very good for people just to 
Google it or type that just understand what is a good posture for you. And it's very important. What do you wear in your feet? Where do you run? And how yeah. do you run all this to just be in a, in a good I position? Can... So something that yesterday I was like testing out was when I was running, I was, what I tried to do is like, I pushed my chest forward and I bent my shoulder blades into each other a bit. And I was running a bit kind of like this. It's as if, you know, you're doing the, the chest fly thing. Okay. So, and I hold my arms steady, like a bit to, uh, a bit to my side. So I don't push them. I don't push my chest too much, but I keep my arms to my side and I, and I start running like kind of like that. And it feels better because then my core gets activated. Yeah. That's what I noticed. Is that yeah. like a good posture or? I believe so. The only thing, okay. So the, the secret is the top body. It should be active, active, uh, activated, but it should be loose. It should be flowing. But I, I know it's hard. I don't want to confuse you with, with what I'm going to say, you know, but I think what you're yeah. doing is, is a good job. Like for you to feel exactly what's a, the best posture for you and how you are comfortable. The most important is like, it's, uh, it's really hard. <laughs> like, okay. The most <laughs> important. So look, so this is the body, right? This is the body. Mm -hmm. Okay like that so this is your knees this is your knees okay so people usually uh, like there's some people who runs like that like they lean back and they run forward right <laughs> and this is yeah. bad this is bad for your back so the most important is to be straight like that the the power is on the back you know it's like mm. the legs should take power from the back not how people like they take it forward and they push forward i don't know if this makes sense I'm trying to I'm trying to picture it in my head because <laughs> yeah so because what I was doing was I was warming I was warming up to a faster pace at the slower pace my knees weren't like extending that long but then towards the end of my run I started I started noticing you know this was kind of hurting my knees so I started picking up the pace and instead of my knees starting to hurt I just started getting tired and yeah i felt like that was so i think for me. good so i think sad what what happened with you is and i was taking with, longer strides as yeah well. the longer strides probably it's uh okay so look i think a, a good way to start sad is when you run you have to be aware of how your foot how your feet land okay yeah. this is a heel never a heel strike Okay. okay, there's people that say if if low pace it's okay for it. I hate heel strike. It's it's it shouldn't be ever in our in our runs. Okay, so the the best option is either the full feet a little bit at the heel up, or if you're running faster, just the toes. So you'll be doing this. Slower, you will be doing this. Mm -hmm. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> what you know you know what you can do, Sad. You can go find a nice spot. A safe spot, grass or whatever. Take off your shoes and try to run for a little bit, and memorize how are you running. You will you will learn the good posture by yourself. Your body knows the the good mm. posture, and once you understand it, put on the shoes and try with the shoes again. That would be a good a good thing. Yeah, that's I have a lot idea. of parks in beside my house, so I'll try that. Perfect. That would be epic. That would be epic. Rami, you're epic, Sarah. Then I mean, I want to know one more thing. <laughs> About, um, so since we've last seen you, it seems like your team has grown too, right? And I mean, your camera's looking beautiful. Everything's, you got the great content coming out. You got a book coming out, man. You're just growing and just, um, evolving as we say. So uh, what's next for you? What's the next big challenge? 
the next big challenge, uh, I think I'm planning something, but I can't announce it until I, until I'm hundred percent sure because now it's uh, gotcha. I'm in the testing phase. Uh, mm-hmm. Always, always, I guess, I guess by now, I'm just gonna keep on pushing myself. I love how to push myself, keep on growing. Let's live. Uh, we have a lot of ideas. Now we're building the website as well. There's, like we're trying to grow it. Uh, exponentially in the UAE and Lebanon and, and all around the world uh, so that's basically it just keep on doing what I've been doing for the past three years you know gotcha so you set no a big goal peek. for yourself big big goal all right big challenge and so you break it down into little bits and so you try to master those little bits practice and then once you know then you just fo- focus all in on the big goal 100% pretty much. bro Hundred percent. Side, what do you think about that? I think this was a great episode, Ali, a very educational <laughs> one. Rami, sorry, Rami, thank you so much for coming onto the podcast. I mean, I wasn't there on the first one, but the second one, I feel, has been very, has very, has been amazing for me. I watched the first one, and this one has been great as well. So, thank you again for coming on. And thank you guys for having me. I Rami, really enjoyed. I really Rami, enjoyed I hope great success for you in your future. <laughs> And thank you guys for watching the podcast. This is how we... Woo! Signing out. We're out of here.